Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi, I'm Neil Driscoll and today I'm going to be talking to you on our podcast about your bilge pumps. So, or I should really say bilge system. So, they... The whole idea I just want to get you comfortable with or understanding is on on your boat, how does the bilge system work? Where would the priority be if you've got an issue and you're trying to get water out of the boat? <clears throat> What's the best way of, you know, should you, managing which pumps you use, etc. So let's have a little look. The first and foremost is... Um, I can't encourage you enough if you're, well, for anyone, but t- particularly if you're going to sea, to make sure you actually take some time just when you're moored to get your head around the build system on the boat, you know, where where pipes are running, where the pickup or what we call the strum box might be, where the exit is, if there's any manifold, so if it kind of, you have a lever in one direction and it picks water up from here and you have a lever in another direction that gets it from there, um, <clears throat> One of my favorites as an example of this is one of the production boats we've worked with a lot. Um, they used to set it up on the um, older design so that the, uh, they had a very clever idea so you could use the bilge pump to suck water out of the fridge. But uh, if you didn't know where this lever was, and it usually wasn't labeled because it, it probably was once, but older boat, obviously the label would come off. Um, <clears throat> if you had the handle in the wrong direction, you could think you were pumping water out of the boat, but actually all you were doing was pumping out of the fridge. And obviously that could become useful by the time the fridge is filling up with water, but by that point you've probably lost the boat. So um, just understanding where you're, where, you know, if everything in the system, where do we get water, where does it go to, are there any changeover points, are there any filters? Um It's surprising, not every time, but it, it's a... A lot of the time we will find if we look, let's say there are um, uh, three bilge pumps on a boat, like a, a two manuals and, a, and an electric, we'll usually find an issue on a basic check with one of the three systems. Um, now, depending on how much bilge pumping capacity you've got and how big an ingress of water you've got, you, you know, you you might only be able to sort of slow down the rate of water while you're trying to look for the source and hopefully block it um but that you know that's still better than nothing um in terms of how do you actually get your head around it well one thing we find really useful is if you once you get to the pickups you can um just literally just pump water out um you know put water in a bucket and pump it out um be very careful of pollution issues if you are just rinsing bilges out in the bad old days you could kind of just pour a load of chemicals like bilge cleaning stuff into your um into your bilges and you know just pump it all out over the side these days you've probably got to be a bit mindful there's a reasonable chance you might end up if if it hasn't been done for a while putting a bit of oil or other things into the sea that you know you shouldn't be so just be a bit careful if you're just pumping out um that you're on top of what's there um and there is a reason that they say you know the the most effective uh, bilge pump of all is a frightened person with a bucket. I mentioned that one because 
make sure that your buckets are actually quite good because if you uh you just imagine can't you, you've got someone ready to help bucket water out at an emergency and um and you decided that you'd get the two dollar bucket rather than the eight dollar bucket and you know they just smash it into the floor of the boat and now you've got two halves which isn't really that helpful so you know do be mindful with buckets that you might actually be wanting to use them in an emergency and um, and think about whether you think they'd be strong enough and capable for doing that. Now, although we're looking at bilge pumps, you know, hopefully within this, you know, we're also thinking about where can water be coming from. I remember a friend of mine told me years ago when he was like one of his early ocean crossings and they had water coming in, the, the, like a small amount, but enough the whole way across the Atlantic. Uh, and when they were kind of cleaning the boat the other side, what they realised is because it was a delivery of a brand new boat, they'd um, taken a whole bunch of the cushions and stuffed them all into one um, of the heads on board so that, you know, no one was using that heads and then all the cushions were in there and it kept them all brand new. Um, and it was one of the seacocks in there, it was leaking and no one had got in there and they hadn't found the water. So, um, you know, water can come in from all sorts of places, but if you are getting water coming into the boat, find out where it's from um one of the reasons that i'm a big fan of getting you to regularly open and close your seacocks kind of at least every month uh is that i want you to get the muscle memory so that if you think you've got water coming in or you're finding water and you don't know where it's come from let's say um that you've got a pretty well drilled route for getting around the boat and finding all of the uh, seacocks and through-hole fittings to start with and see if you can identify if any of them have uh, got a leak or a failure. Now, um, at the same time, I just encourage you to have a think. You know, often um, uh, a, a boat might only have a very basic kind of five um, five litre per minute, maybe less kind of um, bilge pump in it. There's often actually space to have a much bigger pump even if it needs to be a little bit higher so if there might just be a kind of small collection point that couldn't fit a bigger pump but if you put the pump higher in the main bilge it might you might be able to have one with a much higher capacity um uh it's worth thinking that through because um having a bill you know having a decent bilge pump with a, with a sensible capacity um i mean i know from the salvage work i used to do before i moved to australia you, you know we'd actually get boats back where the gunnels were basically at the waterline um with decent pumps so uh that's something for you to think about is um you know can we have we got the maximum capacity i'm comfortable with there's also um a, a neat idea if you can it's not always possible to think about a way that you can have um uh, the, a, a longer pickup point uh, on one of the pumps so basically what will often happen is just even in the course of sailing particularly to to windward in rough weather you can end up with water kind of pulling in the middle of the boat on the leeward side and it's quite a difficult place to get the water out from so having a a long pipe that you can kind of get to that point and either pump manually or electronically uh, can be kind of handy and also it means if you do have something like a, a block shower drain pump then you can also use it to empty out uh, the heads so there's some thoughts for you on bilge pumps for today go and have a go at putting them into action we've got a great module on this in our um, module three of the online skipper and thanks for listening